It's National Signing Day across the college landscape, and Locked On has you covered with the latest signings for your favorite college teams. I'm Jordan Black, and we've got big news for Ole Miss as DJ Holmes has made his decision. Alongside John Garcia, recruiting expert, we welcome in Stephen Willis of Locked On Ole Miss. Stephen, tell us about DJ's commitment choosing the Rebels over the likes of UCF, Colorado, a couple of other schools. This commitment just came in, so tell us what it means for Ole Miss and this recruiting class at large. Well, this is a pretty big deal for Ole Miss, even though he might be just a three-star or something like that. You have Pete Golding. When he came in, a new position was created at Ole Miss that they did not have. It was the jack position. And D.J. Holmes and another commitment and signing that they got today in Chamberlain Campbell um, was able to basically fill the need of the jack position and allow them to develop. D.J. Holmes led the nation in sacking the quarterback um, this season with well over 30 sacks. Um, so he can provide that pr pressure off of the edge and can allow them to use the defense honestly as it's intended. And it, it's honestly, it's a really good pickup for the Ole Miss Rebels. John, you mentioned you've spoken to him. What do you know about what he enjoyed about Ole Miss, how he was able to kind of make the decision to choose Oxford over the other places that he had uh for his decision. Yeah, he, he told us it was going to be about family atmosphere when he went out to Oxford. It was his first time visiting. And sure enough, the first thing he told me after the trip was I love the family atmosphere. So we kind of had an inkling that Ole Miss was in really good shape here. Lane Kiffin led this charge personally late combined with Pete Golding, as Stephen just uh, explained. Yeah, this was a really great late run for Ole Miss, uh, a guy who, because of his frame, 6'1", 6'2", 230, wasn't the banner pass rusher recruit we thought he was going to be, though his production is absurd. If you know anything about high school football, Pahokee High School in the muck in the state of Florida is one of the most storied programs in the country, and he's their all-time sack leader. He got to unretire his cousin Anquan Bolden's jersey, that number six. He got to wear it over these last couple of seasons, uh, and he most certainly lived up to those lofty expectations, 50-plus sacks over the last two years, back-to-back Palm Beach County player of the year defensively. So any other, you know, height and weight, this would be a, a an Alabama, Georgia, Texas A&M, Ohio State kind of guy, but a little bit sawed off. And I think that's perfect movement for Ole Miss to kind of come in late because otherwise this would have been, as you said, a Cincinnati, UCF, USF kind of prospect. But you really can't speak against that production. And obviously the, the new defensive coordinator in Oxford, Pete Golding, with his track record coming from Alabama, all of that fit very well for DJ, but really he was looking for that atmosphere and he thinks he got it in Oxford. We all know signing day isn't what it once was with the early period, but Stephen, you were mentioning that Ole Miss kind of looks at this as two months of talent accumulation. Will you describe that and, and tell us how Ole Miss did with that two month period? Yes, they did actually really quite well. They look at it like when the transfer portal window starts in the beginning of December, until it's till the late signing day is kind of a a two month period of talent accumulation. You have the early signing day period, the late signing day period, and the transfer portal where they can build their roster. As a result, Ole Miss only signed fourteen or fifteen players out of high school in the early and late signing day windows. The rest they concentrate on the transfer portals. So they have a class now that's about twenty eight players large. They've got three five stars in the class if you count Walker Howard. Chris Marshall and Santarian Perkins 
And through the various mechanisms inside recruiting, they were quite successful this year in, in honestly recruiting. And there's still a little bit to go. They're going to do spring practice with Pete Golding. And they still can add in the late transfer portal window to kind of supplement wherever they already are. But th this is a good class that is probably not going to get its due because of the number of high school prospects. Spring practice is always a really good time to get a glimpse of what the quarterback room looks like. Um, and it's pretty interesting this year. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, if you watched Ole Miss football during the season, Jackson Dart improved all the way through until – the end of the season where he was honestly one of Ole Miss's better players offensively. But behind him, after Luke Altmaier transferred, there was just two walk-ons. So that, that room needed to be beefed up. So Lane Kiffin went out and he said it was his job as the head coach to make every room the best roster that he can do. And he went out and got Walker Howard, a former five-star, out of the LSU Tigers and St. Thomas More in Lafayette, Louisiana. Then he went and got a four-year starter in Spencer Sanders um, that was going to Oklahoma State. So now Ole Miss has gone from a relatively barren quarterback room to one of the better rooms in the SEC. And this, co this competition come this spring is going to be unbelievably fun. I mean, I think everybody that follows this, don't pick somebody that you want to win. Just enjoy the competition because it's going to be an entertaining for like the next seven months. John, you mentioned Alabama with the addition of Pete Golding to Ole Miss, and Alabama is the star of the show when it comes to recruiting in the West. But how does Ole Miss stack up when it comes to this recruiting class for 2023? I like the way Stephen framed it, Jordan. You know, if you combine the portal with the high school players and you, you go back to their rankings, all of a sudden Ole Miss's class is a top 10, top 15 type of group nationally but if you're just focused on the high school pipeline the volume just isn't there 14 15 prospects brought in overall but but in this day and age we've got to start combining that perception because really when you talk about talent acquisition it, it doesn't matter how you get them as long as you get them so if you're talking about bringing in 20 25 30 guys whether they're from the high school ranks or other colleges you've got to start to quantify it in that regard and if you stack up that type of group in the sec Ole Miss is going to be comfortably in the top half. And in most conferences, that's not a big deal. But in the SEC, when number one, number two, number five, number 10, when they're all SEC schools, being in that top half, that top five, six, or seven, really does profile like a big deal. And I think that's what Ole Miss has put together with this combination of high school and portal players. And I think Pete Golding is going to help to elevate that ceiling for Ole Miss defensively. Look, we, we look at Ole Miss as an offensive-led school with Lane Kiffin. We just talked about the quarterbacks. That's where all the perception lies. But on Saturdays, the other side of the ball needs to hold its own uh, going forward. And that's where Pete Golding is really going to take command uh, going forward. And I think his track record in the SEC speaks for itself from both a recruiting and coaching standpoint. And that stuff's going to resonate on the recruiting trail, especially when a bunch more of his products go into the NFL draft here in a couple of months. So who's the highlight of this class for, for both of you? And we'll start with Steven, maybe someone who was a, a huge get, a, a really big deal that, that Lane Kiffin was able to add to this 2023 class. Oh, that's Suntarian Perkins. That's without a doubt. He's a five-star plus prospect. He's five stars on every recruiting service out there. He has been said to be one of the best defensive prospects in 
the recent history of the state of Mississippi. And the reason that is such heady territory is like N'Kobe Dean was there. Tony Connor was there. There's some really good defensive players that have come out of the state of Mississippi. Centarian is right there. He took a team in Raleigh that had no business playing for the state championship and won the state championship. He ended up rushing in that game, playing running back for 300 yards, um, game ceiling interception. He went down to the Mississippi-Alabama All-Star game and just completely dominated that field. Went down to the Under Armour, completely showed out as well. I mean, I'm excited about Centarian and what he can bring, and I'm really excited about what Pete Golding is planning to drawing draw up for Centarian Perkins. How about you, John? Yeah, easy to go Perkins there. Just height, weight, speed, every box is checked and and he's still got room to grow physically at about 215 pounds. So excited to see his ceiling. I'll go offense and I'll look at both receivers that Ole Miss is bringing in from the high school ranks. There's going to be a big overhaul among those pass catchers for whoever that quarterback is. And I love both of the high school gets that Ole Miss brought in and they actually complement each other. Aiden Williams, big physical, polished, classic outside wide receiver one, you line up in the boundary and say, hey, bring your best corner and let's see who wins. And then you bring in a Caden Lee to compliment him in the slot, smaller, quicker, a guy whose routes are so crisp and polished, along with great hands coming out of the state of Georgia. Uh, those two combined in a Lane Kiffin offense just screams early impact, uh, almost independent of who else is there in the receiver room. So I think that offense is going to stay rolling there in Oxford. And the big recruit for the athletic department in keeping Lane Kiffin uh, next year. So that, that was a big get as well. Would you agree, Stephen? Yeah, it's always good. Lane Kiffin does things just a little bit different enough that it can be successful at Ole Miss. It wouldn't, might not be successful at Alabama and the people that are dominating, doing the normal things, but he, he likes to say he finds a new box. He doesn't think outside the box. He makes a new box. And that, that is a pretty big deal with Lane Kiffin. And I think if he digs in in Oxford and recruits well, which all signs are that he is doing, um, it has a chance to be a really special few years in Oxford. Awesome. Thank you both. Appreciate it.